opinions expressed on ACV Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, welcome. Are you here first time by chance? Yes, With this us? is my first time yeah. on this call. All right. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. This is Vileen Shaw, your facilitator. Welcoming you to I Love Braille on this Thursday, October the 12th, 2023. This event is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind in Berkeley, California, and supported by the American Council of the Blind. I give my special welcome to new people who are here for the first time. We have Dr. Rice and Jeanette and any right, yeah, sorry, and anyone else. All right, friends. Today, as you all know, that the title of our event is I have a question. Well, I'll be happy if you have a question that is related to Braille. And here's how it works. We will ask you to raise your hand if you have a question. We will take the first question, then every other question will be kept later. We will pick up that first question, put it on the floor, and then ask the participants to raise their hands if you have answer to the question on the floor. And we'll get the answers, and then we will take the second question. Again, you can raise your hand for your questions. And then again, it will be on the floor for the discussion to be answered by anybody who knows. And then we'll go to the next question. So it goes on and on and on like that. We have been doing it over two years. And that has been working so well. I think many people have benefited by having this interactive session uh, title, I Have a Question, which is practically a question-answer session. So every time, either we have a guest speaker who speaks on a specific aspect of Braille, or we have a poll star who also shares his or her experience with learning and using Braille. And then sometime, I mean, last Thursday, we have Braille Fun, in which we get... Uh, Braille drawings, Braille puzzles, or Braille games, or more. But today, that is second Thursday of every month, as, as usual, we have a question-answer session. So once again, welcome everybody. And now, raise your hand if you have a Braille-related question. Okay, first... Uh, first up is Anthony. Well, thank you. Um, I, I'm actually just learning Braille, and uh, uh -huh. I lost my sight seven years ago. And I'm finding it really hard to differentiate between the cells. Um, the sensitivity of, of the, the dots, I'm not, mm -hmm. I have to spend a lot of time trying to differentiate between the letters. Um, any tips or suggestions on how to get more sensitivity when when you know trying to learn how to read braille thank you 
great question and if i should i should i address you as dr right or, or i mean who oh, just the first part the just um, the first person was anthony it was anthony that spoke now oh it was anthony oh yeah. right okay 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 yeah. i'm getting mixed okay <laughs> yeah anthony yeah great one thing i would like to tell you uh is that you're not the only one who has this problem so let's hear from other participants who either worked on resolving this sensitivity issue or who have some good tips and then of course i will add my input later once we hear from the participants okay thank you all okay. right so let's see who has the answer raise your hand if you have the answer to the question on the floor about finger sensitivity and differentiating between braille cells correct anthony yeah yes okay so we right. have a, quite a few hands there so oh, good is genie see that's how you benefit from different people's input go ahead okay genie fast yes genie okay you can hear me um yes. first of all anthony a couple of things that i wonder is are you learning online or are you learning in person because one of the things that's going to be really important is how you actually touch the braille like if you're applying too much pressure you're feeling more space than you should feel for example um you don't you don't want to touch it hard you want to touch it gentle i i used to teach adults who were blind or visually impaired and you can identify with this i'm sure i'd say touch it like you're gently touching someone you love you know so it, it you don't you don't want to put a lot of pressure because then you're exposing too much of the pad of your finger and be sure you're using the pad of your finger and not the point but the pad um you, but you don't want to expose too much because if you're pressing too hard, you're going to feel that cell and everything that's around it. And that is going to make it problematic. So that would be the first thing um, that I would say. Make sure you're using a gentle touch. And one thing to kind of demonstrate that, if you'll take, let's take your index finger and just barely touch the top of your hand. You can feel the skin and maybe some veins that are sticking up. But if you take that finger and touch the top of your hand and really press down, you can feel the veins and the bones and wrinkles and who knows what else. So it needs to be a deliberate but very gentle touch. And touch strong enough that you can feel the dots, but light enough that you're not feeling everything around them. So that would be my first point i'll let other people talk too thank okay you. great thank you jenny all right who is next my friend abraham next is janet all right we have so many j's here jenny and then janet hello um hello i had a suggestion for anthony yes um well i had two suggestions actually um get some third Sorry, get some thermal paper and put some braille on the thermal paper and then put some baby powder on your hands to soften them and then try to read the, the braille on the thermal paper. 
and then you can wash the thermal paper, you know, wipe it off with a towel or something. Okay. And my other suggest my other suggestion was try the penny method, try the pin- coin method where you have six coins in a row, like the like the braille cell, and then try to make the letters out of the coins. I so mm-hmm. I, I learned in person in the beginning, and they gave me this little okay. block thing with pegs to learn the cells. Uh huh. Okay. I think that's uh-huh. the same okay. concept. Thank Correct. You. Yeah. So then. Uh, uh she's asking you to asking you to use thermoform um but uh, are you just uh, learning how to read uh, yes or both read and write yes are you also writing in braille um i wasn't supposed to according i, okay. I was learning at a lighthouse but um i have a brilliance so i've been kind of practicing with that um in in my yeah. notepad writing uh-huh. things okay yeah yeah okay interesting now you said lighthouse so there are so many lighthouse lighthouse where i'm in miami okay got it okay got it okay all right all right who is next person to give us good tips um doc <laughs> doc right oh uh, right yes okay uh, one thing, other thing that could, would help Anthony is if yes. you keep in mind that the first 10 letters, A through J, are your upper cells. Your next 10 letters are repeat right. with of the, the first 10 with dot 3 added. Then after that, that's when it gets a little more fun after that. Once you get past the letter T. <laughs> but if you if you get that in your head, picture that in your head first. And if we, and I think the other thing too that helped me because I lost I lost my sight when I was started losing my sight when I was nineteen, but they started having me read Braille before then and at first I was a bit stubborn but what I noticed was there are those patterns and if you can picture that and picture a say a playing card that was a sixth of anything that that would help keep the form of the of the braille cell in your head as you were going through the dots you mean instead of thinking it as number, you know, one, four, two, five, think of it as a, like as a picture? If you could picture with the, with the, um, if you, or if you could picture what the six of spades or the six of hearts would, would look like. So you can at least have that, that, that pattern, that, that six cell pattern in your head every time as, as you touch. Okay. Then that will help you remember that the left side of that six of that six of diamond is one two, one, two, three. The right side is four, five, six. And it's just those shapes will will help you remember too. I think. Okay, that that's a good tip. Thank you. Okay, all right. Thank you, Doc. Uh, who's next? Dawn. Dawn F next. Oh, Dawn, always ready to help others. Okay, can you guys hear me okay? Yes. So, 
Um, I have a couple of questions for you. So one of the first things I would do is, Anthony, good on you for writing in Braille on your Brilliant. That will kind of give you a bit more of a head start. Another thing I would suggest, if you have access to um, Bookshare or anything like that, and if you don't, that's fine, but find some files that you can put on your Brilliant and you can read because those dots are going to be a little bit more sensitive than dots on paper. Now, the other thing that I have for you is kind of a question because if you have some nerve condition like neuropathy or, you know, some other type of issue with your hands, because there are people that I have worked with and mentored who have, who have this condition and that is the thing that they do. So some parts of their hands might be a little bit more sensitive like the fingertip might be a little bit more sensitive on one finger than the pad or something like that. So the other thing I would say is to take an unsharpened emphasis on the unsharpened, please don't poke yourselves, pencil or something like that and run it across, like run it around the tips of your fingers and see which ones are kind of more sensitive it, whether you have neuropathy or not, I would say do this. And then um, just make sure that you can have that. And then also, like every so often, you need to give your fingers a break, whether it's rubbing them on, like, like on your pant legs, like you're, you know, like you're du dusting off your hands or doing something else. You need to, that kind of resets it, sort of like what you do when somebody says, hey, have some crackers after tasting this because it resets your palate. So that's what you got to do, unfortunately. Those are kind of my little tips and things. Um, if you do have neuropathy or anything like that, I you know I could potentially have some more tips for you. But without knowing your situation, that's kind of what I'm thinking because it will play into it, okay? So good on you for learning Braille and congratulations. And if you ever want some help, I'm available. I'll do what I can. Thank you very much. Perfect. And uh, Anthony, would you like to share if you have neuropathy or you do not know or anything like that? I, I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's possible. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Don. No problem. Okay. And the next, next one is? Next up is King. Kathy King, who is a Dr. King, who is a retired professor <laughs> and who is learning Braille now. Go ahead, Kathy. Hello, Anthony. Hi, Kathy. How you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, you know each other? We do. Yes, yes, we do. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. So, Anthony, I've got a couple of suggestions. One is um, flashcards. Flashcards help me a lot. I got them through the Braille Superstore. Okay. And working with them on a regular basis, like I work with them every day, even before I start reading Braille, I do a little drill with them to kind of warm up my fingers um, and they help me to um, be able to distinguish better. Two other things. One is um, I, I learned from this group and other groups not to try to work for two hours. And they probably told you that at the lighthouse. Limit the amount of time that you spend working on Braille because your fingertips get fatigued and so does your brain, just like our friend just mentioned that you need to give your fingertips a rest. The third thing is, nobody's mentioned yet that um, 
Professor Shaw has um, and others have created a new curriculum through East Bay Center for the Blind, and it's free. And I was struggling. I had used a well-known other system that a lot of people use, and I had learned the basic alphabet, but I was having trouble distinguishing and actually reading. I went through his curriculum, and now I'm reading. So I highly recommend the curriculum that's available for free through the East Bay Center for the Blind. You work on it at your own pace at home. Um, and he gives you double space, space in between the letters, et cetera, et cetera. So you really do begin to identify the separate letters, um, identifying all those different corner letters and the R versus the W and the this and the that. You, you have a lot more space in there. So that would be another recommendation. And you can reach out to me if you have questions. Thank you. I will very much. Thank oh, you. Great. Thank you, Dr. King, for giving us uh, such a boost by giving your words of appreciation. And by the way, Anthony, uh, just in case, because you are here first time, uh, many people address me as Professor Shah. My name is Vileen Shah, and I'm actually a professor. I teach college. So and it is in addition to teaching Braille at East Bay Center for the Blind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the course uh, we have developed here at the East Bay Center for the Blind. And we provide an audio uh, instruction uh, uh, on the flash drive. Uh, or we can, I can send you Word file if you're using computer and Braille workbooks. That is something Dr. King explained. You know, there are enough spaces and it helps you uh, learn Braille, sitting at home, practicing at home. Okay? Okay. All right. We go to the next. Linda Pai. Linda Pai, another strong associate of developing braille courses at East Bay Center for the Blind. Yes, Linda. Hi, a couple of the things, Anthony, have already been mentioned. One is, I was wondering if you were trying to read regular braille, in other words, braille that has no spaces between the lines, no double spacing, yes. or the letters are too contiguous. That really can be very confusing in the very, very beginning. But the, in order to help develop sensitivity for your fingers, and this is something Dawn mentioned, you can rub them on a rough surface. It almost just like wakes up your fingers. But even better would be to have a line of full braille cells next to one another. So it's just a whole bunch of bumps to run your fingers across just to wake up your fingers and then you can then you'll be able to be more sensitive when you're trying to read your your braille in a particular if it's double spaced and spaces between the the letters and everything and once you start understanding what you're feeling it'll come along and the other good thing is try and figure out which of your finger is the most sensitive it doesn't matter what finger you use you're the one reading it you know you don't have to you don't have to do it the official way. There is no official way. Okay. That's all I have. That was me. Someone is at the door, so I will be back in a few minutes. Thank you for the suggestions. Okay. So let, let us know when you are back. Okay? I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. All right. So we have a few more hands, but we do not have the person 
who asked the question. This is a kind of situation we are encountering <laughs> first time. But in the meantime, I'll take second question. That doesn't mean that the people who have raised hand for the first question are anyway ignored. You will get a chance to tell when Anthony comes back. So in the meantime, uh, if you have a question, raise your hand. Okay. Well, this is Dr. So Michael again. has a question. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. This is a technical question about Braille. Mm -hmm. Braille related. Yes. So those of us who use the uh, humanware e-reader, how can you change the Braille grade? How can you change uh, the Braille grade? Oh, okay. Don, what you whether got? You, whether you want grade one, grade two, is that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, how do you change it? Anybody's oh, got okay. it. Don, I know you. I know, Don, I know you got the answer to this. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. she, uh, yes, I'm picking on you. I'm allowed to. <laughs> So um, there's a couple ways that you can do it. The way that I kind of recommend that people do it is that they go into their settings menu and they go into, um, there's a little section in there. It's called Braille Profile. And what you do, basically, you have a way that you can change your Braille grade in there. You have the option to do that and you can change it grade one, grade two, whatever. There is a command to do it, um, but frankly, I always just go in to the Braille profile and change it, and that's typically when I'm working with somebody. I worked with a mentor. Well, I, I work with a mentor, um, a mentee in Braille rooms, and what I had to do for him was, because his stuff was in grade two and he doesn't know grade two yet, because that's where it is by default. And I had to walk him through that process of going in that Braille profile and changing it because it was going to be a lot easier. So that's what I recommend anybody do. That'll that'll get you that'll get you there a lot easier and a lot quicker. Okay. Something that goes over my head, Don. I'm yet to practice <laughs> all this. <laughs> Whoops, okay. sorry about that. <laughs> we have Jewel up next. Is that Jewel? Yeah, yes. and yeah. I would note that um, the settings works great. I would also mention um, that's especially great for like um, your default, um, but using the core G or the spacebar with the G to change on the fly is really useful, um, especially if like even as you get you know, further in, um, using computer braille for passwords and using uncontracted for, hey, um, I'm not sure I know that contraction. What's that? You know, that can be very helpful. Um, so that with the e-reader, with the humanware e-reader, uh, it's space and G to change on the go. And it'll change between computer, uncontracted, and contracted. Um, but you can go into the uh, settings as was mentioned, and also you can change which contracted Braille or which language. Like, for example, if I don't ever use uncontracted Braille, but I use Spanish Braille, 
then I, then you can actually make it where uncontracted braille is in Spanish. So I just I throw that out there. Great. Okay. Is Anthony back? Okay. All right. We go to the next person. Who is Estelle? Estelle. Thank you. I just yes. have a uh, another uh, hint for people using the e-reader, something I just recently learned. When we first receive the e-reader, we get this large Braille volume of the manual. And if we're not real advanced in Braille, it's going to take us a long time to get through that. But I just learned that you can ask the library and they can send you an audio cartridge with the the manual for your e-reader and uh it's much easier to go through because if you you use it in your uh the uh audio player from the uh, talking books and you can stop and pause and go back and forward different amounts of time and it's a lot easier to find the things that you're looking for than trying to find it in that big thick braille manual so i just thought i'd pass that along thank you great yeah very helpful if no, nobody else i'll use this in tip we do have a few <laughs> <laughs> okay who else is here for uh, this? luis yes Luis Pastelli. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Do you have an yes. answer to his question? Uh, no, I, I would like to talk about the idea I, gi I gave to you last week. Can I? Uh, next week, yeah. Oh, what is that? Uh, when, you, when you reach the, the end of the track, of the line in page, uh, take your hands from the page, raise your hands and try to localize the next line. I don't know if this idea can help some students, but I got it uh, some years ago. And I think you know, that- You're trying to answer Anthony's idea. question, Luis? Yes. Oh, well, we are waiting for here. him to come back. Oh, okay. I'm here. Yeah, Anthony's back. Okay. All right. So, well, let Luis finish. And then we had Alice Massa and everybody else who raised a hand to Anthony's question. Please raise it again. Wow. I'm thank you all. Ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Luis, you, okay. you go ahead. Yeah. Um, okay. We're jumping back and forth a little yeah. bit. So, um, okay. Let's move to Alice. I'm going to go in reverse a little bit. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. And Anthony, I frequently ask people, uh, and you may not need this in Miami, Florida, but uh, having taught Braille in Wisconsin, some people found it helpful to wash your hands with warm water, not hot, but just warm before starting to read Braille. I have not done that myself, but I've had students who have done that. And another preparatory idea is using lotion and a good non-fragrant kind of lotion that I have recommended 
through the years was Paclin's hand cream, which has no odor at all. It's an excellent hand cream, but it's very hard to find anymore. And it's very expensive when you do find it. So what I now recommend instead is Gold Bond, which is available at most supermarkets. And there are different kinds. (laughs) Pardon me? I'm a big fan of Gold Bond. Okay. So if Mm -hmm. you use something like that, that may also be of some help. Do you play the guitar, Anthony? No. Okay. Because sometimes I know that's been problematic for for some individuals, but and that's one reason why I gave up the guitar. But anyway, the other besides using the the lotion, which I think is really important for many of us who use our hands a great deal with cleaning or garden work or whatever it may be. Um, the other is your posture. And each person, and somebody's already said something to this effect, and and I'm certainly adding on to all the good advice that everyone has already given, good. but uh, yeah. adding um, about posture, and this can vary from one person sorry, to another, but over four decades ago, I can remember when I was first learning Braille, where I was able to read Braille the best was when I was in a vehicle and it was moving. I have no, uh, I don't know why that is, but I distinctly remember that. But if you are sitting with the Braille on your lap, for some people, that is better. If you're sitting at a table, you want to have your forearms so that they are also flat and and not part of just your hands up on the table. You want to be careful so that you're getting the best blood flow to your hands and to your fingers. And so you need to find the posture that's going to work for you where you can be very relaxed, but where you're going to be most effective with reading the Braille. Now, when I first started reading Braille, I read Braille with my left hand. And of course, after some time, I switched to the right and then try to use both hands, of course. But you, as someone said earlier, you need to find which of your hands and fingers are the better for reading Braille, at least in the early stages. And then you can try to go to what is a more ideal situation for more people, not for everyone, but for for more people. And the other point I want to mention is about content. And you mentioned that you are writing Braille, and it's almost as if you were doing this in confessional. You don't have to do that. I think writing Braille is a great way to increase reading skills in Braille. I'm a great believer in that. There are different philosophies about that, but you go for that writing of Braille. And if you have access to a Perkins Brailler, I would advise that also. But using your brilliance, I think, is wonderful to increase your reading skills. So keep doing that and don't feel guilty about it. It's a great way to increase those skills. But 
the other uh, point is you should be able to more easily read the Braille, which you yourself produce. And so while you want to be reading some from the textbooks of, of Braille or other types of Braille that you have not produced each day, you also want to read some Braille that you have produced because that should be and most likely will be the easiest Braille for you to read. And that is very important in the early stages of Braille reading. So I highly recommend that. Whether you just braille on your braille ants, for example, a quotation which you like, or a phone number that you need and use frequently, whatever it is, something very short, but something that you yourself produce will also help increase those braille reading skills. The other is if you at all like poetry, Find a very short poem, maybe by Emily Dickinson or whomever it is, a short poem of one or two quatrains, and work on reading that. And maybe you even have it half memorized or whatever. But again, it's content that you enjoy, and that will help you also to read Braille. If you have some of it memorized, Maybe it just helps you to float over that line more easily. I greatly agree with what Valine Shaw has done with his program for teaching Braille, the spacing of the cells and lines and so forth. All of that, as Dr. Kathy King said, it, I, I, you know, I think that's a wonderful program to try as well. But there are just so many tips out there to help you to learn Braille more effectively and more happily. What you bring to the Braille with your mindset, I think, is extremely important also. Being positive and really, as a number of people have said already, a few minutes three times a day is better than 15 or 20 minutes once a day at the beginning stages. So think of that timing as well. Uh, in, in another point, when you do have something, uh, when you're at the point when you can read a line of Braille, congratulate yourself. That's That's a step. And then the next step is a half page of Braille that's double line spaced. And then you just keep increasing the goals, but set very small goals so you can feel that sense of accomplishment and success and allow yourself to, to realize that it is a step-by-step -step process and enjoy each success of each step along the way. Because while I've heard so many people say, oh, I wish I had Braille, learned Braille earlier in my life. I have never heard anyone say, oh, I wish I had not learned Braille. <laughs> Nobody ever <laughs> says that. I have never heard that. This so congratulations <laughs> on taking on 
this goal of learning Braille and much good luck to you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so very thank much. Thank you, Alice. It comes from the teacher, so who has experience with a number of students with different abilities and uh, varying skills. So that that's so much useful and helpful. Thank you so much, Alice, for a number of tips that I'm sure will benefit Anthony. Right, mm -hmm. Anthony? I think so. And I had to memorize uh, the cat in the hat years ago, and I have never forgotten it. And I think that would work almost as well as a poem. Yes. Oh, it is a poem. <laughs> it is a poem. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yes. Uh -oh. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, um, Maybe you can choose some haikus. Those are the short poems. And uh, Professor Shaw, I, I will be yeah. contacting you offline. I, I think I would like oh, yeah. to try you, you You can... To begin with, you can send me an email, Shah, which is S-H-A-H, -H, at eastbaycenterfortheblind.org. All right. Okay? Thank That's you. the easiest way to reach me. Uh, and, of course, you can call at the East Bay Center, but I'm there only one, only on Tuesdays. I'll send you so, an email. Thank you all yeah. so much. Okay. I, I got okay. a lot of good tips. Thank you. Uh -huh. No, we are not um, done yet. We, we do have more people to tell oh, you. Awesome. <laughs> but Alice said so much, so you, you may feel that it's done, but no. We have Jody. Yes, Jody. Yes. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello, everyone, and Professor Shaw and, and Anthony. I think one, one thing that I did when I first started learning Braille was I got the same book in Braille and in audio format. And that... Wow allowed mm -hmm. me not only to reinforce what I was reading, but it also uh, uh, made me read a little faster because I was, you know, keeping up with the audio. So, I mean, you know, you play some audio, you stop it, you, you read the Braille or the other way around, you read the Braille and then, and then read the audio. So, and then of course, Professor Shaw's favorite advice is practice, practice, practice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the other, the other advice I was going to say to people is you can get the um, manuals for both the Zoomex and the HumanWare e-reader from the, the National Library Service in audio format. You can also get it from BARD, which, and download it directly. So you don't have, you don't have to wait for oh. cartridge. You can actually download it directly. Oh, and then you can listen to it on the computer? Uh, oh, well, no. no, you listen to it on your book player or you can listen to it. I, I listen to it on my iPhone. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yes. Okay. All right. That's great. Thank you, Jody. And uh, um, uh, that was one thing uh, that uh, Jody mentioned about uh, reading with audio. That's basically our course. We call it Braille 101, by the way. Uh, Braille 101 that teaches you basic Braille reading skills. And uh, uh, it does give you words and sentences that you may want to read yourself and then compare with the audio that we provide. Okay. All right. Let's go to next. We have more people and we, I don't want to disappoint anybody. Okay, uh, I think yeah. let's move to someone who hasn't spoken yet, Nolan. Um, Nolan, you can unmute. Yes, hello, Nolan. 
Oh, hello. Sorry about that. I. Uh, I oh, by the way, are you here first time by chance? No. Um, it's been a while since I've been uh, on this call, but I actually came back today to kind of help okay. a little bit with. Um, Great. Uh, right. To, to kind of help out a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, another thing I want to suggest is you can try. Um, uh, ten, like making braille letters using tennis balls, like rubber tennis balls. You can try those. I'm sorry, I, to do what? It was kind of hard for me to hear. Sorry, what would I do with the tennis balls? So, you would put a so. There's like sec. There's like uh, I can't hardly explain it, but it's like what you would do with a tennis ball is you would like put it in like like sec. There's like sections you can put them in, like and they they it's like it's like a divider. Okay, it's like a it's kind of like section cups, but it's a little bit different than. Uh, it's kind of hard to really explain the picture, um, but you can, it'll allow you to make letters out of them using the, having them divided into sections. It's kind of hard to really explain, Mike, but... Would you mind if I jump uh, in here for a minute, Nolan? Um, sure. I think, Nolan, what you're trying to get at is, okay, yep. you can use mm-hmm. a, a muffin tin... Uh, oh, yes. To to help you, you can use a muffin tin. It's like a six. There's like there's you know three, or or you can or you can or you can use an egg carton. You can break the egg carton in half, uh, or there's three and three. You know uh, three cells down. You know three cells down on the left, three cells on the right. If you could break an egg carton oh. in half, you could use that. Um, you could probably use, just use a dozen. You can use an, you can use eggs to help you. You know to create a like a like a really large. Uh, full braille cell. You can use like the tennis balls, golf balls, whatever in something like that. If uh, uh, to help you a little bit, Anthony. If that's yeah, that might help, at. Anthony. If that's something you want to try. Okay. They they um they lends me a, d- a device. It's like a wooden block, and it, it's got holes with pegs, but it'll yeah. seal apart and be straight to be like the keyboard, or we put it together to make the cell. So I've been. I've been yeah. I'm pretty Probably good with the alphabet years. itself. I've started to try to look at contractions. Um, okay. I'm good with the alphabet itself, but I I might try the egg carton though. That's 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 a different texture. Yeah, just a fun. thought. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And the and thing you have, know, Anthony, just... is called a swing cell. Swing cell. Okay. Yeah, thank because you. you can make the arms either way so that you have the layout of the brailler or the layout of the braille cell as if it were on a page. Yeah, I, he he's honestly, it, I, it wasn't a good experience for me at the lighthouse. And I was going to go to the one that Kathy was talking about, the other um, online, uh, you know, braille learning. Um, but he told me to, yeah. to um, create letters both ways. Uh, to get used to how I would be Perkins keying it. Um, and so I've been doing a lot of that, but then once the brilliance was here, I just opened up the night notepad and started typing my name and, and you know, silly little sentences. That brings up another, 
this this is Michael again. This brings us another point. Uh, I know uh, Alice. Uh, thank you. For, uh, thank you for uh, for helping me out earlier because I was going to say about you know washing your hands and warm water and stuff like that and lotions. Uh, another thing, Anthony, which you may want to remember. At least this is just a suggestion. Uh, in order to with, with if you're going to be using like an electronic braille display. Um, you don't want to have like lotion, like lotions and stuff on your hands when you're when you're using the braille display because you don't want any of that little tiny stuff to get inside there, and this could it could cause you a lot of stuff. So if you can have your hands, you know, dry when you're actually using a braille display, you know, if you're reading it, you're using it, whatever that could help you too. That would make it last a little longer for you. I'm really thank you. I'm really excited about trying it in my lap. I think that might help me because uh, sitting at the table, yeah, I, good idea. Trying it in my lap might really help. I'm okay. sorry, can we ask that people raise yes. their hands? There are people who have not spoken at all yet. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll, great. Yeah. No. I think we we have uh, covered almost everybody who wanted to say so, something. Tools. So I have not spoken, okay. and I'm, I'm sure right, there are others who have not spoken that I, I questions. Have... Hold on. Is that Jewel? Yes. yes. Who says, okay. All right, Jewel, most Hello. welcome. Go ahead. Yes. No, let me speak, please. Um, there's somebody else trying to speak. Um, we need to raise hands. This is getting a little chaotic. Um, something I have not heard said and that I would suggest is make it a game to identify everything not just braille but if you go to um you know the store look at your produce see if you can identify the produce by touch by the feeling of the skin on the orange for example or the on the avocado you know get you some um little shapes like for example a lot of people do like fruits and vegetables and refrigerator magnets and um, you know, see if you can identify the shapes by touch. Over time, identifying everything by touch will just heighten your touch so much more. And I don't think you are diabetic, but if you are, um, or if there's somebody who is, I have found um, through working with my husband who was diabetic, um, it's best to test your um, your sugar levels on the side of your finger instead of the pad. Um, it does hurt less too, I found. Me personally, it may hurt more for some people, but it also saves your pad and t uh, tip of your finger for reading. Um, but yeah, just make it a game for everything. Um, you know, identify everything by touch. If you use touch for, you know, everyday things over time, it'll help. Um, but that's just what I had to add. Thank you. Tremendous. All right. Thank, thank you, Jewel. You. And we have one more. Okay. Um, Nora. Yeah. Hi, Anthony. Um, hi, Nora. Yeah, hi. Um, Do you my... know each other? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, hi. Um, well, uh, when it comes to Braille, you might want to, when you type, make sure that your Braille is uh, not crushed. Even, you know, how you focus, when you read, you like to not touch it too hard. And I have noticed some books with Braille that is not quite as uh, deep as it, use, as it usually is when it's brand new. You might want to get something brand new, you know, a brand new typing of Braille, then when you type, 
make sure you put a space in between so that you can slowly get to used to be together at one time. Like one at a time. So that's my idea. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nora. You're welcome. Right. Okay. Anthony, you thank may you, not have you. expected, but <laughs> everybody came up with different tips and suggestions, and you probably may not remember all of that, but there is a good thing that you can go back and listen to our episode uh, sometimes on ACB Media, but always on the East Bay Center for the Blind's uh, website, www.eastbaycenterfortheblind.org, and go to the archives, or you know, that will allow you to listen to this episode again. Okay? I absolutely All right. Thank you so much. Now, a couple of questions I have for you, Anthony. Yes. I heard you saying that you know Braille alphabet and you are trying to learn Braille contractions. Is that right? Did I get it correct? Uh, yes, I haven't. I was going to go to that other place to start learning contractions. Um, okay. And how long you have been learning Braille? Honestly, I started in January, um, but there's been a okay. lot of stops and starts. Um, okay. The House here is a little chaotic mm -hmm. and... and I was getting frustrated, so. Ah, okay. All right, so that is the first and foremost thing that never ever get frustrated, you know. Keep up your good spirit <laughs> and do not feel that you are failing to do this. Just keep up all your efforts. As somebody said, and I see this every time, my mantra is, Practice, practice, and practice. Okay? Yes. Yes. Now, there are two things that I would like to emphasize here, in addition to all the tips you got. One, Braille is not a system of shapes. So you may want to remember the shapes of letters in your mind, but also keep in mind that there are similar shapes, same shapes, but different dot numbers. Right. And therefore, you may want to always remember the dot numbers. And when you read, you may want to feel the dot numbers in addition to the shape you have in mind. Say, for instance, letter A. It's so easy to remember, of course. Uh, now, that consists of one dot. But there's also comma. Have you learned punctuation? No. Ah, okay. There you will know. Okay. So that we cover punctuation in our course, which is called Braille 101. Comma also consists of one dot. So one dot does not mean it's always an A. Similarly, P. V consists of dots one and two, but semicolon also consists of dot two dots, which, and same shape, dots two and three. So in that case, you may want to Train your fingers to feel the dot alignments. You know, whether the you know the dots that you feel, two dots, are they aligning with the top dot of the previous letter or the next letter? Uh, you know, you you will know more about this 
uh, if you would learn punctuation because there are several uh, punctuation marks that are similar to braille letters so comma is like a semicolon is like b colon is like c and the period sign is like d same shape just the same shape but the dots are below gotcha dots they what they call you know drop a drop b drop c drop d that's kind of term people use and i i'm not saying that it's official but it's this how people use and therefore you know that's one thing that you may want to train your finger second thing is that you may want to feel the distance between dots dot alignment and distance between braille dots is so important because many times people get confused between two braille cells i think you said something like that too if yeah. you minutely feel you will see that a braille full cell consists of six dots you know and it's in two columns dots 1 2 3 on left and 4 5 6 on the right between these two columns there is a some space however between two cells also there is some space and the space between two cells is little wider than the space between two columns and therefore when you train your fingers it's doable it may you may feel now that it's so difficult but no it's doable just comes by practice i had a student who was reading capital p so capital sign is dot 6 and letter p is dots 1 2 3 4 <laughs> he was reading as number 1 because the capital sign and first and and the first row of three dots of p looked like the number sign and then he was reading dot 4 as an a and that happened because he wasn't aware of the distance between two cells so the distance is equally important and if you would like i have prepared a good handout on dot alignment and distance between braille dots so you may request uh, via email and i'll send it to you Thank it's you. Uh, um, uh, are you it, able to use a computer yes. I, I, i'll be able to send it in word Indeed. file Yes. Uh, the file is okay? Yeah. All yes. right. Terrific. Sorry, Valine. Yes. Um just to let you know we're 7 minutes to the hour. 7 minutes to the hour. Yeah, yes, we covered we Anthony few... quite a lot. So... Yes, and we have a few more hands. Oh. Yeah. Uh, do we have more hands up? Okay. Let's take We have Rick up next. Oh, we cannot do any session without Rick. Go ahead, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you flatter me. Yeah. Um, anyway, Anthony, you're in the best hands in the world, John Feline. But um, to I don't know if I should say enlarge, elaborate on what he was just saying. Um, context between cells will tell you more. Uh, I have to confess, I'm more a, a shape reader myself, which is not ideal, but that's me. Um, I had to, I still have to kind of think about it. Let's see. Uh I know what an M looks like. Let's see. It's us 1 3 4, right. Okay. Yeah, you know, I get there, but I have to think about it. Um yes, yeah, if yeah, you are it is well to learn the dot positions absolutely. Um 
as to what he was saying about saying A or B being confusable with a comma or a semicolon or a C and a colon, um, context will tell you a lot. Okay, you'll, you'll see like, eh, you see a dot one and two or two and three. Let's see, which is it? Uh, look at the cells before or after. If it's, if it's kind of up high a little bit, it's probably a B. If it looks like it's dropped it a little bit, it'll be a semicolon, or as you'll learn later, a double B, if it's inside of a word. Um, yeah, those, those contractions are like that. In my early going, I had, an, I had a pitfall, something like Valene was talking about, uh, only mine wasn't P, capital P, mine was capital A. And I was starting to learn the contractions. What the hell's STND? <laughs> I realized dumb what dumb but it's a capital A N D. And then of course I realized I found out later there was a contraction for and but before I saw that, was, before I learned that, it was like S T N D So context can tell you a lot uh, as far as the orientation and what's probably intended. Yes. So yeah, if you see, if it looks to be a little bit dropped, it's probably, it, it, it tells you something. Um, if you have um, about one five and then let's say two five six and then one two four five and another two five six, it's not EDGD, it's E period G period, which is an, an abbreviation for, for example. Uh, anyway, correct. Yeah. yeah, because the period yeah, sign looks like D. Yeah, but by context, you can say that it's not E D D D. You know, exactly. <laughs> That's a good example. Um, so, thanks, thanks for everything, guys. You're great. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Um, take, um, we do have. Yeah. We do have three more. Um, three more minutes and yeah. a new hand. So I'm going to go to someone who hasn't spoken yet. Area yes. code. Six two six. Yes. And please be brief. And Anthony, we are going to finish it in one hour. So we have, I mean, as much as we can. Okay. Six to six. Ending in six three seven. You can press star nine to, uh, star six to unmute. Yes. um, Oh, so what's your name? uh, Yes, Tracy Smith from Bakersfield. Okay, yeah. Okay, terrific. Yeah, please be brief. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yes. I'm. I've been a Braille user for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, ever since I was seven years old, I'm now uh, sixty-five, going on sixty-six. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I've had a terrible time with the new Braille. Um. Uh, understanding all these new new uh, uh, punctuation marks and diacritical markings and all that stuff, and um, I don't know how to begin to, to understand it all. So do you have some tips for Anthony? He has asked a question about uh, his sensitivity issue. Oh, sensitivity <laughs> issue. Uh, yes, uh, I I think um, it's. It may be due to um, get some. Um, I would say, uh, do you have a a, a braille uh, e braille uh, machine or one of those new e braille um, machines or something? 
you know, one of those e-readers? Yes. Okay, yeah. use it for a long time because that will really sharpen your um, your uh, technique uh, if you use that uh, to the exclusion of other materials for a while. Great. Uh, thank you, Tracy. Uh, we, are, we have reached the end of the hour now. So I thank everybody who shared their thoughts and helped Anthony and also answered Michael's question about e-reader. I appreciate everybody's input. I what about keep it input up. about my question? Can you tell me what to do? Uh, if you have a question, we will take it next time. Because we have, it okay, is our time is over. Okay. okay. So okay. we will definitely take your.